0: And you can press play. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Work it harder, make it better, do it faster, makes us stronger than ever. That don't make it oh, That, that the don't, that, that don't. Can only make me... Congrats on the 20,000, you guys. Really. Congratulations. Welcome to That That Don't Kill Me, a podcast about health, illness, and disability from the people who live it every day. I'm Kendall. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're talking about the wellness industry dun 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 (laughs) the greatest
1: invention of the 21st century our favorite thing
0: i don't even think it's the invention of the 21st century i think it's the invention probably of like humankind yeah it's a slow it's always like a slow progression repackaged exactly yeah it's just a new shit yeah basically exactly um but before we get into it um jamie and i have weeks to review
1: Yeah, we did. We did live some weeks. We
0: did live some weeks. We lived some times. And things happened. Things, yes. And they made us feel certain ways. Yeah. Now we got to talk about our feelings for all of you, who I'm sure really care. Yeah. Um. So, Jamie, pain scale of your week. I know. Last episode,
1: I was all about like I'm doing so good, (laughs) doing so much better. I'm cured. The health, the healthcare system has cured me. And now I'm exactly back where I started. No, <laughs> no, I'm 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 not uh, totally back at the beginning, but I'm feeling shittier again this week. And this is this is just about um, what managing a long-term serious chronic illness is like. It's like ups and downs, and you're fine one second and not the next. So um, I'm probably like a six or a seven today, and then I'm just like not feeling as as my you know perfect as not not as good again and um my my lab numbers are are down again, and I've been I hate that, yeah, I do I've been in and out of see the, when my uh, lab
0: numbers are down, it's a good thing, but when yeah, your lab numbers are down, it's, it's probably it's a, a bad, bad thing. thing
1: with with this specific number, yeah when it's down yeah. it's bad, um, and it's like it's really really down and and so I've been in and out of the the blood lab, just you know hanging out with all the.
0: Of old, old phlebotomists <laughs> hanging out with you the, and the
1: phlebotomists you know, hanging out with the phlebotomists. Like, you know, when you have so many blood draws in a row that they go back to the vein that's already bruised and they yeah. just take it from that way. I was like, just yeah, like just, yeah, just
0: just go for uh, it. Just come on in, just yep. like opening the garage door. Like, <laughs> yeah, bring it in. We know, yeah. we know what's happening here. Yeah,
1: so that's going on. Um, but uh that's life mm-hmm. and it keeps going um
0: <laughs> that's the good thing i yeah. guess how about you how's, uh, how's your week could you assign a number please i think i did
1: i said like a six or a seven. Oh, you did yeah six or a seven I on the scale I, I like maybe went by quickly
0: and maybe i operated out of my body and then dissociated back in yeah <laughs> um, um cool okay six or a seven you know you really i think you could be worse i mean i think you could i think you could probably lower that number on just on my view of things of yeah what's going on but i'm not gonna i'm not here to tell you how to feel about if your I, life if I, Jamie. if I look on the bright side yeah
1: and, no i mean you're like looking
0: like it's, on the you're no you i think you are looking on the bright side with a six or a seven i yeah. think i would probably say like a four
1: but isn't Oh my God, I forget this every Oh my week. God, no, oh my God, I'm wrong. I'm wrong,
0: I'm wrong, I got it wrong, I ah, I don't know my numbers, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't
1: make sense. Part what of is... our con- our continual campaign to display how bullshit this scale is, is that we can't we even get confused. remember how it works. Oh my
0: gosh, I'm so we'll sorry. We'll just keep doing this bit or, every week, though, until, until, <laughs> until we get feedback sticks. that people don't like it. Um, um, okay, so six or seven, actually, yeah. that, that never mind, I, tracks, I take right? everything back. Yeah that's appropriate yeah um, i thought that you were being the opposite and like, i was a like Almost oh, no, no,
1: great i'm <laughs> yeah. 10 i'm good um okay yeah how are you feeling how's your week
0: um wait almost great 10 feeling good would be the opposite i was yeah i was <laughs> yeah, like you, okay, i was saying facetious. in the hypothetical idea that okay, you thought All right. let's the other way um never mind just ignore me fully <laughs> today <laughs> apparently i don't make any sense. Um. <laughs> But you know, the good thing is I've made sense up until this point today and it's you know four pm. So I think you know, I've done my hours of making sense. So we'll see how this goes today, folks. yeah, that's fine um it's, f- it's a I, it's a fall Friday the fall Friday. um I am solidly a three, four. that's good. I'm like trending positive.
1: that's good. I'm, happy hear I'm
0: not I'm not like a one. Yeah, there's room for improvement per usual. Mm. I don't know if it's like that I've gotten used to the suck of my life <laughs> and I'm just like acclimated and accepted it or if I'm actually feeling good. You maybe, know? Yeah, I, I know. Maybe you a little mean. bit of both.
1: Oh, well yeah, maybe it's somewhere in the middle where it's yeah. like you see some positive There's things some... start to crack through. Exactly. And because of what's where you've been, right. it seems it seems incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think that's accurate. Um, got some interesting things happening. Mm-hmm some development, some cool conversations. Um, Having
1: some some meetings, some, some check-ins. Meetings, some ch- you're, you're circling back. You're me- following yeah. up. <laughs> we're CCing. We're BCCing. We're replying all.
0: <laughs> we're forwarding yeah. in the, the fun times. You know you know, it's a good thing or a bad thing when you're forwarding. If you're forwarding something to someone, you're either A, making fun of that content yeah. that's in the email, B, B, letting them know something really bad has yeah. happened or C letting them know something really good has happened. So those are
1: all the options. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a C option right now. I'm forwarding good news. Forwarding good news. Yeah. Nice. So, um, thank you for that little email. Yeah. It's uh like, work through. It was good. Yeah,
1: and I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll touch base on Monday.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hope your weekend was so high um, hope this
1: finds hope you well.
0: This, yeah, hope you're well. Hope things are good in your life.
1: And I will follow up on these deliverables <laughs> that we've been discussing. Hope you had
0: a great weekend. Happy Monday. <laughs> Sincerely, Kendall. How <laughs> All the best. <laughs> have you gotten to the point yet where the, Wink.
1: the Gmail suggested re- replies actually work for you? Yeah,
0: it's like, best, Kendall.
1: Yeah, I've gotten to that uh, point and like the things that they suggest i'm like yeah that's plausible i could click that that's they're not wrong with what they're telling me that i could hit great exclamation point cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) sounds good (laughs) that's how i talk thanks yeah
0: yeah um definitely in certain moments i use those um but yeah like all all around we're we're trending upward nice going into the you know beginning of the holiday season yeah um, and it's Sagittarius season, baby. You're a, <laughs> um, you have it's, a, a B day coming up. I got a B day coming up. I'm a Sag. Nice. Um, I mean, honestly, I truly don't care about horoscopes at all. And I'm really not kind of into that. Whole well, that's thing, what and I don't buy into it. would say. So, um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> like, don't judge me, Jamie. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know i i need something to celebrate in life so i'm celebrating that it's my season yeah um anyway so today um i'm very excited to be uh talking about the wellness industry uh i've had jamie and i talk about this often i've had a lot of thoughts about it for a long time we knew it was going to be an episode i've just been waiting yeah chomping at the bit to get yeah. to the subject matter because mm-hmm. I got a lot to say yeah and I know Jamie does too
1: I do so I think maybe one place to start is to talk about what we mean by well by the wellness industry, industry. because it's yes. as we'll come to f- discuss it's a it's can be super kind of like vague and hard to pin down and yes and conceptual in certain ways yes. so I guess like let's say what we What we mean.
0: So I mean everything from the diet industry Mm -hmm. to the kind of faux spirituality industry Mm -hmm. to the um, like alternative medicine industry. Mm -hmm. So everything ranging from um, crystals to green juice Mm -hmm. to um, supplements. And um,
1: all of this products, like every, everything that is a product or a marketable um, service that is right. That is oriented towards health, some, some ostensible uh, fitness or
0: health or well-being. Yeah. Right. Which is like, first off, like I have a bone to pick with the idea that like wellness is only related to your health. Right. Because I think wellness is like, uh, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, like
1: right. Wellness is the convergence it's, of it's like sort of health in all areas. Yeah, but it it becomes something different when it's um, sold when it's sold. Yeah, when it's yeah. a marketing tactic.
0: Yeah, and and to me, the idea that you could be well but not be healthy, um, is is really accurate. Like, yeah, I feel like I can have wellness without health. Mm. Um, Like I could be sick and dealing with a bunch, but still be well. Right. Um, And so that to me, there's like this confounding ness of the wellness industry, which tries to absorb like health Everything status into, it, yeah. into your well into your into being kind of like the core factor of whether or not you're. Well, right. Um, it
1: encompasses it, and then in some ways, which we'll also talk about, it tr- it can try to replace it. Also, yeah, it can like, try to be a stand like pervert it
0: in yeah, a lot of ways. Right. Um, and and so, yeah, I think like having all of these products thrown at us all the time with the um, messaging that if we subscribe to all of these practices. Um, and that we should be doing all of them and all of them. If anyone actually was doing all of these crazy things, th- they would have literally no time to like actually be productive human beings right. because they would just be focusing on their, well, they wouldn't be living. They right. would just be focusing it's a, on it's like... A,
1: it's a form of like, um, it's like a, a, a pathological management of, of uh, some body that you are as a whole that like you need to and it, well and then that's that's the thing it's like it's endless because they can always find the wellness industry can always find something else to tell you to fix or to sell you so it absolutely does and would dominate your life if you gave yourself over to it because there's not a there's not a fixed goal wellness as a as a goal um in this context becomes Totally meaningless and ill-defined. So there, it's never like I need to reach X, Y, Z specific marker of my health. Right. It's just a continuous, never-ending. It's, it's never enough. And what it really is then is it's a lifestyle practice. And right. Lifestyle practices are meant to be constant. Um,
0: yes, I think the lifestyle component of it is really interesting, right? Because it it to me like it's just such a confusing thing like even I notice this when I'm looking at categories of like you know if I want to pitch a story about health and illness you know um it's like so confusing where to put it in a publication oftentimes because so many times there is this kind of lumping of like lifestyle content yes and also like um fitness yes like the fitness industry is within wellness right yeah i, I was gonna s-
1: i wanted to mention that it's not just individual products mm-hmm. it's also um services mm-hmm. like um cycling memberships yes premium exercise of any kind right. um
0: yeah it's like the the mirror workout oh yeah thing.
1: the I, the exercise mirror that yeah. i keep seeing fucking ads for in the so subway yeah. yeah
0: or like you know peloton bikes yeah all, I mean, um all, I mean, all of that of shit that. Um, and that to me is so perplexing because to me, illness is a, such a different space and does not touch fitness and, um, like wellness. Yeah. I mean, I think to, to me that they, they feel like disparate things like dealing with my illness and taking, the medications I need, and the, like, you know, God forbid, going to the hospital. Like, that is such a disparate... That's a, such a different realm. ...realm and yeah. experience than, like... Someone a lifestyle writing practice. writing about how they, like, keep crystals in their room. Right, just... yeah.
1: I think there are elements of fitness um, in its neutral definition, not in the commercial definition, yes. that fit in with healthcare, which we'll For talk sure. about a little bit. But I, I agree with you because I and think and diet and diet right? for sure yeah um but which and when, when we talk about that I think it's what's interesting is like how um what it comes down to is like when you're someone who deals with illness or healthcare management how um, simple and obvious those things are and they're not things mm-hmm. that need to be given this like importance that they have been in the market but um, I think what you're what you're talking about and what I agree with is that these two practices are very different and I think they are very different because I think wellness uh, as much as it may pretend to be something else, is fundamentally meant for the healthy. Um, yeah, it's it's not meant for the sick, and it's not meant as a management of illness. Um, it's it's meant as a, as a, a means of avoiding it. A scare tactic. A scare tactic to um, prevent prevent any future looming illness from becoming the sick people. Exactly.
0: Even though we know that that's like complete bullshit. That those because, delineations
1: are are meaningless.
0: Yeah, I mean, like because that means that you know people like i mean sure i understand that certain kinds of um poor health practices can make people sick yes smoking yes proved to make people sick yeah eating really unhealthy foods over right. a long period of time and right. not exercising right. can make people sick yeah that is such a small portion of the people who are sick yes right you know until lump that all into the same category right it's just wrong, right, um, right? You know, it implies that the people who are sick asked for asked to be sick, right? Right, um, right. and and it's their fault, right? Um,
1: and I think there's also I definitely agree with that. I think there's also a conflation between a lot of people are waking up to the fact that um, there are social or environmental factors that can cause illness, and that is completely separate from someone giving themselves an illness right. through poor practices. I totally agree. It's a completely agree. different thing.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that that goes to kind of like further what I was just saying. Yeah. And and like, I, 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 cause I wanted to make that clarification too, because I don't think that oftentimes people who are um, even engaging in practices that could cause illness or, you know, in their social settings or environmental factors that, kind of can cause illness. Like I don't think that those people are at fault right? in a lot right, of ways. So, right. um, I don't mean to kind of like make an us and them delineation between no, like no, certain I, kinds of people and me, you know,
1: for sure. And I, and I, I, also wanted to add that to say that, um, like we, we know that illness isn't something that just falls out of the sky in every case. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also but that doesn't mean that it's caused. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. I think a lot of people collapse that distance, especially healthy people who like to think of themselves as sort of um having achieved something by by not sure. being sick. They like to collapse the distance between the idea of like some things can be caused by outside factors and people cause it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so I just wanted to make that. Well,
0: it helps to them to feel like it's in their control. Totally. And that's a huge which I understand. Part of yeah. I mean, I would like I would like to believe that my health is in my control. Ha ha ha. That's which so funny. Which we've talked about many times. Is um, like,
1: so it's so not. Yeah. But that's one of the things that. It's cute though. It's a cute thought. It's a cute idea. <laughs> it's really and, cute. Right. And that's one, of, I think the fundamental instincts behind the wellness industry and mm-hmm. in making this practice. Um, can I read this Amanda Mall quote? Because I yeah, think I love like goes it. Into this. Go so for it. Um, if, if anyone doesn't um, read her, I want you to read Amanda Mall at the Atlantic who writes about a lot of this stuff. I mean, there's there's plenty of great writers that are writing about this as well. But mm-hmm. I think Amanda does, it's like her beat now and she's so good at it. Um, but she wrote a piece, uh, over the summer about goop specifically, um, that yeah. was about mostly about, um, goop in relation to women's healthcare, but it spoke to so many bigger issues. And this quote, um, I think distills a lot of what we're talking about and we'll set up this conversation well. Um, and she says, when the hook is your problem matters. Whatever package of vitamins or tube of lotion gets thrown in the bag is almost beside the point. The act of buying from a business that makes you feel cared for and understood can seem like a course of treatment in and of itself. Mm. Um, And I think what... Like
0: engaging in the content itself makes you feel like you're doing something good for yourself. You're
1: taking an action Mm -hmm. and you're exercising control. Right. And in in America, in our, um, you know, in our like, pathologically individualistic mm-hmm. society, which is great in some ways and harmful right. in others, right. um, buying and interacting with the market is like the ultimate expression yeah. of control. Yeah. Um, so I think it makes a lot of sense that this is where we are in yeah. 2019 yeah. with the healthcare practice It's and it's like funneling into the market.
0: And before we go further, I mean, I want to be clear in saying that... Um, I engage in some wellness activities that mm-hmm. I think are incredibly beneficial to me. Absolutely. And I'm all for what works for people, working for people. Yeah. Like, that's great. I think what I'm hypercritical of is the damaging um, and dangerous way that, like, wellness gets projected onto people yes. as something that they need to be achieving constantly. Right. And therefore, they need to spend a lot of money doing yes. so. And in the ways that it confuses um, wellness and illness. Yes. And the achievement of wellness being the avoidance of illness. Yes. Um,
1: but but it becomes so, sorry, just on that point. No, go ahead. It becomes, in this sort of system that we're talking about, um, it becomes so ubiquitous that people, healthy people who engage in wellness, believe they have an understanding of illness. Because well, of their engagement. And, you it.
0: know, how many times, I don't know if you've ever ex- experienced this, but people on Instagram like messaging you, telling you that you should try a new product or do this or right. that because like they know you have like stomach problems or something right. else. Yeah. Like I, All through my
1: life, you know, even before like social media, people telling me, you know, try right. this, try this. Yeah, I had a cousin who whatever. And did you think of this? And, mm-hmm. you know, I had, I had someone a couple years ago even after I had um, uh, a a really dramatic arrhythmia incident, um, someone told me that I should get an allergy test. Yeah, um, and I was like, "Oh, wow! Yeah. I just your the inside of your brain is that is the monkey with the symbols just yeah. <laughs> clashing, yeah. clashing noises. You can't even hear mm-hmm. your own thoughts." Like
0: And again, like I think that alternative medicine and some of these things can be incredibly valuable to people and can bring sure. a lot of relief and a lot of great things. But like to project and also like recommend that to other people, I think is just like it just feels like an incredibly personal area with which we should all operate individually and we should not be engaged in like projecting our um you know recommendations and beliefs right. and experiences onto other people cuz everyone's body is so different. Yes. Like within the confines of experiencing one specific illness, yes. everyone will have such dramatically different outcomes yes. and expressions of that illness. I agree um, with that. And, and
1: that's something that a lot of people who don't have illness don't understand. Right. is is how different even the same type of people with the same illness can so differently.
0: It's actually one of the things I enjoy most about yoga, which mm. I know makes me sound like a wellness <laughs> woo woo. Um, but, you know, on the the funny thing is yoga is actually like an ancient practice. Right. That, that was kind of co-opted by white women in California right. um, and spread across the country. And, and American hippies. And exactly. Yeah. To like be this like um, this like feminine uh, practice that would. Get your body toned, but not too muscular and like be relaxing and right. soft enough for women, you know, right. whatever it is, like all total bullshit. But I think that when actually done in the right way, yoga is a practice that is very individual. Yeah. And the teachers who teach it well, like are very good at communicating the messages that you're your body is very specific to you and therefore you know what's best about your body to you know to do for your body right and that therefore like if you you don't worry about what you what you look like compared to someone else you know doing the same pose it's gonna be different in every person and like we're not worried about that either so like we're not gonna correct what you I actually was reading this really interesting article about like because there was a lot of sexual harassment issues with yoga teachers like um you know disrespecting boundaries mm-hmm. and it's actually um, there's a big
1: documentary out right now on Netflix right about um the the Bikram yoga guy oh i don't know i, I um, do not anyway. see that
0: but anyway like it's a common issue and yeah. they did like a weekly episode i think eventually on it but then they also just put out this like kind of follow up that was basically about how um you know it's like yoga instructors like sounding off on like the appropriate ways to go about this Mm. and like i really enjoyed the people who are like actually no adjustments are necessary like Mm. people's bodies are their bodies like they you know adjusting them into a position like that their body is not doing is actually probably bad in general right like you should just let them be right um and that like that people can kind of learn and see what you're doing and mimic and like and however they present that position or, you know, that's how their body is meant to be. Right. So right. anyway, like I think that there are some like, you know, incredible and in, like, you know, Lessons positive in messages that. Yeah. in that and how at least some places approach that, though. You know, I went to a hot yoga place last night and I almost fully fainted because yeah, it was like wow. 110 degrees and I was not prepared for that. Yeah, right. And it was like super dark and really in, intense yeah. and like and um it felt very commercialized and very like Yeah, right. kind of the opposite of the normal experience that I have in yoga and um, it to me, it was like the incomplete representation of, of, of the of with... the wellness industry taking over a a like really pure practice. Right. I. I yeah. My roommate and I almost fully died. <laughs> we were like, can we leave? <laughs> you, this yeah. is horrible. Right.
1: Which is and this is this exactly gets to what I think is. So the problem with the wellness industry and with taking so many um, practices that. Are ostensibly medical and mm-hmm. bringing them into this setting is that you've, you've, uh, um, turning them into broad, one size fits all, um, rigidly prescriptive practices where everyone has to do exactly the same thing. Right. Everyone goes in the studio and does, needs to do exactly what the instructor is doing or they're not doing it right. Everyone, if they're measuring their steps, needs to hit 10,000 steps right. a day. That, everybody. Everybody. That's the goal. Right. Um is a com- is completely um the opposite of what act what medicine actually is, right? which is Where about Everyone
0: needs to eat a certain diet.
1: Yes, exactly. Right. And even if it's a diet that you're saying is good and it's whatever it's quote unquote clean eating, you're cutting yeah. out this, you're cutting out that, yeah. is the idea that some um s- super uh uh specific thing will work applied broadly. Mm-hmm. And that just isn't how bodies work and it certainly isn't how, um, healthcare works. So so the positioning of that, like it fundamentally will never be workable, um, as a commercial practice. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not even that, um, you know, certain things need to be, um, uh, you know, people just need to be careful in certain ways. Like the, the commercialization aspect is always going to make it something that is not compatible with actual like healthcare.
0: Yeah. It's super interesting. Cause like, you know, I fall in privy, I, I, I'm sorry, not privy. I fall in prey to some of these things. Like I ordered, um, <laughs> I ordered probiotics off of Instagram. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, you know, was potentially silly, but, um, it looked really kind of like normal and sure. all natural products and whatever whatever and the and i'm not sure that this is the the real reality but the concern was that it potentially was the thing that elevated my liver enzymes in august mm. um which my doctors were like oh do you have rejection you know and it and it, the only thing i had really changed about <sighs> my life was supplements. and i was feeling really bad after taking them yeah and so um and once i stopped taking them i felt a lot better And so uh, to me, I, you know, it's also just like the not, I mean, like there are so many things that um, I think you have to be careful about. And um, in this kind of unregulated system of wellness products that where people are hyping these things that are supposed to, you know, miraculously make your stomach better you know for someone who's like i've had a lot of stomach issues for the majority of my life right. and if someone told me that something could like help my stomach in desperation i would try it right. because i'm like truly desperate you right. know but um but in, in actuality it was like you know potentially quite dangerous right so
1: and well and these these products also products and also just like the routines even that people preach, the way people, you know, health, uh, wellness influencers, you know, tell you to, to drink certain amounts of water, eat certain, eat certain whatever. Mm-hmm. There's always this um, addendum of like, oh, well, we make no claims about results. Mm-hmm. We make no claims. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, you know, we, we make no. Um-
0: okay, guys, we, we are not medical professionals. We make no claims about the uh health of your the body efficacy. after reading after watching and uh, listening to our podcast yes exactly we're not here to make um, you well yeah or healthy right.
1: <laughs> and if you feel worse after listening to our podcast you should consult a doctor <laughs> yeah um they, you know that we make no claims about results we make no claims about efficacy right but that is uh quite the fine print mm-hmm. to tack on to what is otherwise all about making claims right. no one would buy any of these products no one would listen to any of these influencers no one would go to any of these studios if they if there weren't um specific things they thought they could get out of them that the marketing being used in one way or another told them uh were were att- attainable goals yeah were goals that these these would out- were outcomes these things would provide um so it's like it's such an obfuscation it's like, it's such a, it's such bullshit yeah. to do all this and then be like, ah, we make no claims. It's like, yeah, same thing to, you know, um, like the cigarettes point is like, right. you know, they fucking, you know, make no claims, make no claims, <laughs> make no claims about the hell of it either. But also <laughs> yeah. they knew for decades that they were right. killing people. And I'm not right. saying the wellness industry is killing people, but I'm, I'm saying, you know, yeah. sort of the, the, the disconnect between what they're marketing mm-hmm. and what they're insisting, um, that they, that they, uh are are not claiming is there's a there's a disconnect
0: well that reminds me of my new uh favorite thing Mm. to pick apart which is Mm. a uh a conference that popped up in new york city yes and um it was it's called it was called chronic con
1: so you texted me one day i just want you texted me one day (laughs) and you said look up chronic con (laughs) And I had two thoughts yeah. about what it was before I both of them wrong yeah. before I got it right. <laughs> My first thought was that it was a hashtag people used on sponsored content for healthcare things. Yeah. Hashtag Chronicon. Like hashtag spawn con chronicon. Yeah. Um, and the second one is there actually is another chronic that is not the thing that we were talking we were talking about <laughs> which is a convention for weed and i was like oh well, I'll, okay if if i was talk talking about, about chronic yeah I'll, I'll go to a weed convention sure <laughs> yeah um but i was i was wrong on two counts because it actually is
0: a um conference that was is you know really touted itself to be like the place for people with chronic illnesses
1: can I read the, can yeah. read the tagline? Yeah, sure. If you go to if you go to the website.
0: Yeah. Go come for it.
1: come together to be chronically you.
0: Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And then no, you no. get this um No no <laughs> Jamie.
1: <laughs> you get this header video. <laughs> Should I not do you want my nutcost? We can cut it. So Yeah, okay. this header video of these of these four women smiling on a rooftop it's very like tampax ad (laughs) it's very like 90s um yeah but it just plays on a loop they've got beautiful hair um some very simple patterns
0: yeah uh yeah so here is my so i i actually saw this on instagram that's where i found it And people, someone I know who was like, was like speaking at it. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like, like, oh, like people are actually talking about chronic illness. What? What? Huh? Let me, I want to know. And then I had uh, a variety of problems with it. One being that it was $150 to attend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which to me is you know it's basically day, it's a one day conference basically robbing our people who are already economically disadvantaged by a healthcare system that costs an arm and a leg right um and so to me that was like wait a minute this is not really for people who are you know chronic ill seriously chronically ill this is for people who are like i don't know like somewhere in between Healthy and sick. I don't know. It just right. to me that was so, so confusing. I know I definitely would never pay one hundred and fifty dollars for that kind of a, a conference. Like, right? That's just not really something that I think. I mean, that's a lot of money. Right. Um, and it's more than
1: a, like a, a single day ticket at a music festival. And this yeah, is like one day to go. To yeah, a, um,
0: and and also like then I scrolled through the list of speakers. And was just so disheartened by how many speakers were very, like, you know, wellness, wellness-focused. Wellness-adjacent. wellness ad- yeah, adjacent, alternative medicine types of people. Um, people who were, like, supposed to be experts on things. Right. Um, I have
1: a huge issue with claims of experts. Yeah,
0: ex- not really patient experiences, um, and also, like, a lot of, like, People that I've, I know in the, in the world of like media who, um, I don't know. I think on the scale of like chronic illnesses, it, it feels like some things feel like some are, some things are you more should, serious you than should, others. You should, you should represent people who have cystic fibrosis. You should represent people who have heart, heart issues. You should represent people who have, um, you know some like really kind of long existing life threatening issues right. and to me the the conference focused a lot on people who don't have life threatening issues very
1: very manageable um kind of slightly less Yeah. and, and to we'll, me
0: it's like who are you serving who are right. you there to serve and we
1: sh- and we should say like I'll, you know we've made a big deal about everyone Chronic illness, as a broad definition, affects way more people yes. than they realize. Yes, and there is nothing. And I believe
0: in a big umbrella. I believe really in a big do.
1: umbrella. There's nothing wrong with that. What the problem is is representing, is taking a uh, small, you know, less uh, medically serious issues it's and using priv- it to represent it's the whole
0: privilege thing. Yeah, it's like looking at if if there were an LGBTQ conference, right? And the only people that they had on stage were famous gay white men. Right. Exactly. People would throw, you would throw a, fit. a yeah. fit. Yeah. And this is how I received this conference.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, we're not saying that the, the chronic illnesses they have aren't real. I mean. No,
0: I'm not saying that.
1: Hangnail is a real disease. Stop,
0: Jamie. Bad hair day <laughs> is a not. real You're n- disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God (laughs) no you're not that's not right um no I'm I'm joking he's being facetious I'm joking but um yeah I think mostly it was just like kind of the the ways in which uh the representation just felt so off yeah and like if this is going to be the thing that's going to get the attention and the and the money and the backing and the media spotlight and like all of those things it just feels really damaging for it to be totally a, re- a representation that feels um, insignificant and also uh, just false, I guess. Yeah, like, right. just not not accurate to the experience of at least the people that we know. Right. Um, You know. I don't know, I, and and also honestly, like the brands associated are all wellness brands, and yeah, it's like that's, all I think hawking that's another, wellness products. That's I think the I biggest. mean, it's a huge core issue, which is why we're bringing it up yeah, in this conversation. I think
1: that's like the biggest issue for me, is that the way this thing was marketed and the way it's sponsored. It's got tons of sponsors that are all in what we would call the wellness industry that are either in, um, you know, they they were sponsored by, uh skincare products they were yeah they were sponsored by a ton of like clean eating food brands right a lot of you know eat this don't that don't eat that type of businesses uh um they were sponsored by the the cbd sparkling water mm-hmm. company like yeah i mean it's just it's all such this is and this is where this stuff this is what happens and what we're talking about when you when you have a practice like the wellness industry yeah that is so you know what's gonna solve your it, depression sparkling water
0: it's cbd sparkling CBD, water CBD sparkling that's water. what's gonna solve it's it some
1: it's some clean uh some clean baking flour it's also gonna um, solve your
0: diabetes
1: yeah yeah well no well um we're making that claim um <laughs> yeah it's like this is what happens is like you you ultimately in a in an industry like this the two are ultimately not just blurred but they're eventually allowed to completely um coalesce yeah um and and you have something that is about the experience of illness right? sponsored by um, for-profit private companies who are trying to sell people on products to make them feel better, yeah. you know? Um, and then the other issue I had with it too, is just like, it's, it's, I mean, it's so trying to be like a wellness brand. It's designed, the design is the like the same like pastel mm. um, like, sans serif font. Yeah. Uh vibe that we're all familiar with from all these like wellness Care brands. Of. Yeah, yeah, all of these that you see on the fucking subway. Yeah. That you see, you know, in in our in our ads between our Hulu shows and Right. Uh, you know, fucking yeah, home home delivery vitamin companies. It, yeah. It's all this like it's all this um same like very pretty kind of aspirational design Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that is that is meant to make this all seem uh very pleasant Mm -hmm. um and appealing
0: yeah so so chronicon man i got so heated yeah when i saw it and i texted so many people that (laughs) i'm friends with yeah just said like can you please tranquilize me before i rip this a new asshole on Instagram publicly. I actually did post something and I deleted it because I was like, I cannot be that person. I cannot be that person. I really want to be that person, but I cannot be that person. You said to yourself, Um, Kendall,
1: we're not going to do this. We're going to wait. Yeah. And we're going to address it all in a podcast.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I was like, this is content, baby. (laughs) I'm
1: not going to burn this, okay? (laughs) Got to be strategic.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um, So that yeah I the think kind of con. represents the kind of culmination of the problem to me yeah, yeah yeah it's like the the pure kind of confounding of the two things the, the combining, yeah, being the combining them, being yeah. like of the same and they're just not they're just right, not right. and also like, wow, wouldn't it be so great if we could just like release ourselves from the captivity of like the wellness pursuit?
1: yeah, Jesus well, Christ I
0: mean, it just feels. I mean, I think, I think for everyone. I think you know, particularly maybe even more for women. But like, the the kind of like rain it has on our brain space, yeah, just makes me so mad. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's all just repackaging of old shit, right? So yeah, like, it's, it's, the Atkins diet is paleo, right? Like. Or keto or it's whatever keto. it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's keto. Yeah. It, like it's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: it's all it's all just you know we we have this um, idea that we've like gotten away from like thin culture and diet culture yeah, and it's but like we have not. all that's happened is repackaged. Mm-hmm. You're, exact, you're exactly right. Clean eating is the is the same yeah, as whole diet 30. culture. Um, and it's not to say that those things are.
0: Like, whole 30 is like could be good. It could, be, could good. be good.
1: Clean eating is generally good. Our point, or at least you know, my point yeah. is that you don't need to make this a fucking uh thing. thing. You don't need to make it a, it's a, a commercial literally obvious. practice. It's the most obvious shit in the world. Drink water, the drink eat water shit. Fruits and oh, vegetables. My God, can I talk about the drink water shit yeah. for a minute? Because I feel I, I personally live at this, this intersection. <laughs> yeah. Um so the, the drink water thing, right? There's like this huge thing out now about like Everybody's got to r- remind themselves and remind each other to drink water. because We don't drink enough water. And that's like, you know, people are discovering overnight somehow. Jamie, that- I'm
0: going to need you to ask me yeah. if I'm thirsty and remind me to drink water.
1: Kendall, you are a little small bean and you need a little pretty little app on your phone to tag you and say, hey, uh, sorry to bother you. Um you're you're a little superstar. R- reminder: it's it's three p.m. Time to take tr- a sip of water. Drink up. Take a take a, a little baby. Take a sip of water. <laughs> D- the airplane's coming in. Um, so there's all these like apps now because people have discovered, I guess, that hydration's a thing. The most fucking obvious, uh, right. like step one of, of human existence. Just, just yeah, not even healthcare just being fucking alive just staying alive from from one day to (laughs) to next and i get people have an issue with it and part and you know part of that is is due to um the way like soda and juice have become so popular but now that there there are apps Mm -hmm. for all of it to remind you Mm -hmm. and that's not enough people have this is the thing that i see a lot is people then have to turn this um advice back around on you this is like one of the most common ones Mm -hmm. that i that i and other people get is the like well are you drinking enough water are you sleeping enough Mm -hmm. and it's like you fucking dumbass i have been hand counting the ounces i drink since i was seven years old like I know how much fucking water I should be drinking. And so what's, what's also frustrating Dude, got a lot of feelings about water. <laughs> I have so many feelings I've literally written an essay about it on it. Um, and then so, but where I like uh, a sick person yeah. intersects now with this culture is, is, um, having a heart condition. When I was a kid, I had to drink a bunch and I had to count it all. Um, uh, then at a certain point I developed heart failure and with heart failure, you have to be very careful about how much you drink. So you have to drink less. Um so so one of my issues actually right now what I was in the hospital for is managing my diuretics, which mm-hmm. affects, you know, how much I pee during a day mm-hmm. and, and tries to get fluid off of me. And so I have to be very careful about how much I drink. So now in 2019, I wanted to find an iPhone app that could easily help me track how much <laughs> uh, water I I drink in a day. And um the only apps that track water consumption are for getting you to drink more. Uh Um, And there's a thousand of them apparently because people need options. Um, (laughs) And so the water app that I have, when I exceed my daily amount, which is not a good thing, which is a dangerous thing, my phone erupts in confetti. and (laughs) (laughs) And I get a message that says, um, congratulations you've done it (laughs) and and then instead of like you know the okay message you get where you like on an iPhone you press OK to get out of a notification Mm -hmm. instead of okay the only option to click says I am successful (laughs) (laughs) so not only do I see that I am obliged to acknowledge (laughs) that I am successful
0: that's really funny and yes i'm a unique situation but
1: i wanted to paint the picture make it out for
0: me (laughs) of how ridiculous it
1: is to interact with this stuff right um because you know it's not a
0: one-size-fits-all it's not a one-size-fits-all thing
1: and because most people just can't be you know bothered to remember to To just
0: like pay attention to their body to
1: remember to drink their water Um, yeah
0: i also want to say like i find that so many of the wellness practices to be inaccessible like yes. for people with mobility issues, yes. for people with all sorts of kind of physical disabilities, um, so many of the wellness trends don't uh, don't apply. Yes, and I'm sorry, like if if they're truly trying to be like wellness brands, don't you think that they would want to be accessible, accessible to all everyone. people? Yeah, because doesn't isn't there kind of whole holistic take on this thing their mission to make everyone well right, right? and uh, like and it's actually and, and it's in, actually so it's, it's not it's actually really not their it's, mission which is why they don't make things accessible and then it's like oh no we totally understand why you're doing this it's just yeah, it's all to, to make it's, money it's and all to make money it's to
1: sell an idea to healthy yes. people another example of this that actually um i think is maybe a little more Um, Indicative of something and not just my own personal uh, crusade, is, um, (laughs) you know, I've been trying and have gotten the past couple years very much into this like clean eating um, grains and protein and veggies idea um, uh, as it's become like a fast casual thing. Mm. Like I am, I love a bowl. Like, love a bowl, bowl, (laughs) low grain bowl, whatever. I've gotten into that a lot more the past couple years. Love a sweet grain bowl,
0: love a. what else what are the other good ones
1: uh roast kitchen oh roast Kitchen. fresh and co
0: what's the um oh what's the one that everyone loves right now it's not roast kitchen it's kava no kava's awesome though i've I never been to kava. kava i've been recommended um though. no it's the one that has the good mac and cheese <laughs> panera no, no 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 dig in dig in yes, yes i i love dig in i yeah. think that they probably have like I actually find their food to be incredibly salty. So,
1: so this brings me to yeah. the point I was going to make, <laughs> which is, I am on a, a doctor's low. orders low salt diet for heart failure, and would you guess where I can most of the time not eat any of these fucking clean eating bowl places? Yeah, because they because are, they make are up for up with sodium. they're junked up with sodium. They make up yeah. for. They Hook people in, yeah. because they you know it can't actually be I feel perfectly like sweet
0: green clean. Probably isn't like that, sweet they feel green. Like they use more pure ingredients. Sweet
1: green does not make their sodium content publicly oh, available, shit. so I don't actually know. Hello, sweet green, we're calling you out. <laughs> Fresh and Co. does have some things I can have, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of places uh, I've found do not, and it's because they're not actually selling perfectly clean eating, no, no, they're no. selling um, clean eating that hooks people. See,
0: I don't even pretend though cuz I just go to dig in for the mac. Yeah, like, oh my god, I'm the, mac, is so for the good. mac and cheese. No, that's I know what, it's not I would healthy. I
1: yeah, I, fi- I that's totally I'm fine. Eating it, you know. But most of the fucking allegedly healthy shit I can't even. Yeah. Or I it's know. like I have to do whatever. Um and it's like there's there's ways around it. There are there are places that do pay some. Sure. But you'd be I you know, fucking uh flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. Some of the places where it's like they're brand new whatever bowl. 300 calories, yeah, yeah. 30 grams of protein, and it's like more <laughs> sodium than you're supposed to have you're in a day. Doing and
0: intake. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a, yeah, I think that that's really true. And um, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. And it's fine. Look,
1: it's fine. I don't need, I'm not saying that I need the bowl chain specifically for heart failure patients, <laughs> um, but I'm just,
0: but, you know, it, it it's so funny just because everyone thinks that they're Everyone's, being so healthy. Everyone thinks they're being healthy, healthy. And they love to tell other people, yes. have you gone and eaten oh, I here? I love that. Yeah. Love, yeah. love a person this? who loves to tell you about their wellness products yeah, right. or wellness routines. Yeah. Love that person. Right. Um, truly, like, I can't stand those people. <laughs> because
1: as we all know... It's a lifestyle habit and it's just telling us about what fucking uh, studio you belong to and what crystals you own. Mm-hmm. It's like telling us where you bought your sweater. It's. I
0: mean, it's like I'm going to burn sage in my apartment yeah. because then I won't have problems yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah. And it's like it becomes a status thing as well. It's totally a status thing. Yeah. It's
0: weird and it's so white.
1: It's very white. It's so, so white. It's
0: white. It makes me so sad.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, there's there's plenty of non-white people who participate. Sure. But it's, and that's fine. But
0: it originates with white people. Sure. It's like so consumeristic. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, sorry, I'm going to rag on the white people for a second. <laughs> it just, it feeds so right into the palms of yeah. white people's hands. Yeah. The individualism and the ability to pull themselves up from their bootstraps right it just feeds so well into that kind of right the
1: the personal responsibility angle of all of this that that healthcare, that health and physical health is your own personal responsibility and if you're not maintaining it you're failing in some way right whether it's you're just not making the effort to patronize any of these businesses Mm -hmm. or you're not making enough money to patronize
0: them patronize is that like like be a a patron of of being a patron Mm -hmm. yeah but then, when you're saying, "Stop patronizing me," it's there's multiple definitions. Okay. Um, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So.
1: That's fair. Um, sorry. Go ahead. I wonder if we should also get to, um, and as maybe a wrap-up thought, mm-hmm. um, why we think this is happening and the vacuum. Created by healthcare in this country, that prompts yeah, this. yeah,
0: well, I think you know, looking at my own personal circumstance of like mm. why I went to Instagram for probiotics was because I felt like I wasn't being heard by my doctors, right? Um, and that's a real, yeah, thing. it's a real concern. And I think you know, one of the people, one of the guests we have on our show um, that is will be coming in the next few weeks, um, Laura Parker. She uh she she talks about a lot talks of products. Yeah. Um there's a lot of products that she uses to help her pain and yeah. help her deal with her illness. Which and is completely I am valid. So on board with that. Yeah. All of that, love all of that. Yeah. Like more power to every person who finds something that helps them. Um because there I, is
1: a real failure. Yes, on the part of the healthcare system. Yeah, and
0: I I think it's fair to say that like the healthcare system and a lot of doctors think that like a lot of alternative practices are complete bullshit. Yeah, and I don't think that that's true. I think that it, like we can learn a lot from like Eastern, Eastern medicine, medicine, and I just think that the wellness industry has kind of perverted a lot of Eastern right. medicine absolutely to make it feel almost frivolous, right, and silly, right, and that's bad on them. You know, it's like bad for that. That that has happened, and it and it ultimately is a disservice to everyone.
1: Absolutely, um, and I think another thing that happens in addition to that, in talking about the way healthy people come to the wellness industry, is the role of preventative healthcare yeah. in this country. Because a lot of what we're talking about—eating right, mm-hmm. um, exercising, being hydrated, uh, knowing what your heart rate is—if you're if you're someone who has a Fitbit or whatever, like the uh, if you're someone who does wearables, what you're really trying to do is Is get your blood pressure checked and your heart rate checked and know what your Mm -hmm. um, uh, vitals are. Uh, We don't really have a practice of normalized preventative care in this country. The idea of having like your family primary doctor who you go to regularly when you're for well visits Mm -hmm. just to see how you're doing, where a lot of those things would normally happen. Right. Where discussions about general well-being, diet, exercise, yeah. where where you'd get an update on how your your vitals are, it doesn't happen. Um,
0: I find I find that at least in my personal experience, and I think in the experience of what I assume is a lot of my friends, that those conversations happen actually with our gynecologist and in our like yearly annual interesting. exams. Yeah, because right. those those doctors seem to be, do more like Holistic. at least they they the that the, the, the that's the kind of conversations that I have. Yeah. And which is always interesting because it's like, this is the only doctor that's asking me these that's questions. Um,
1: I'm not surprised by that. I think yeah. I think a lot of those conversations are happening with specialists in general. Yeah. Because people's people are seeing more specialists than they are a regular general practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um when i get asked like who manages my care
0: oh that's always funny to me cuz i a, have a primary care physician yeah and i
1: have i have one but she doesn't yeah, function as a like yeah. I, I i generally don't and the answer really is my cardiologist because mm. she's the one that ends up filling that void and asking about my exercise and my diet and all that stuff yeah um but this is this is a real phenomenon and it's it's like if we sick people are only are not even finding it in our primary doctors, and well, people certainly aren't. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a study, I mean, there's been tons of studies the past couple of years about how much we spend on preventative care versus emergency mm-hmm. care, but there is, there's one that was in, in Reuters last year that found that um, only 8% of U.S. adults are getting or report getting all of the necessary preventive care that a person should get. Mm. Um, I think it was something like maybe half of adults get like some form of preventive care, but not everything. Um, And so what happens is you find when, when people don't get that care, they consciously are not right. They need to find a way to fill the void of figuring out how to maintain these systems in their body. So it's not surprising. And of course, I think one of the reasons this happens that we don't have preventive care is um, the cost of healthcare in this country and and the inaccessibility of it. And, you know, um, that's something that gets brought up in the in the Medicare for All debate is people say, "Oh, it's going to be very expensive." And then uh, a solid counterpoint that I see people bring up is like, "Well, you can't really do a calculation based off of how much we spend on healthcare now because we spend so much more disproportionately on specialty and emergency care, right? Because yes. it's so because prohibitive it's so, yeah. that people wait until they're, they're really in, really in trouble. Yeah. So if we had uh, a mode of you know, universal accessible coverage. Mm-hmm. We actually could reduce our. Costs. My
0: only counterpoint to that is that people don't like to go to the doctor, so people I don't like to go to the doctor in general. Absolutely, like, they don't want to know what they're dealing with. That's very There's true. A lot of that's very true. But I, I'm not saying that that's the that that's the the whole problem. But I'm just saying. no. I
1: I agree with you. I think I think my theory, and I don't know if it's right, but I think my theory would be that that is not a fixed state. I think that. Yeah, well, it's I think people worsened, need to
0: experience more and more that they can go to the doctor and be well, rather right. than go to the doctor because they're sick. Right, and they're just the,
1: and people aren't going to understand that until the system is more accessible. Like I just, it's you know, yeah, it's got to be more accessible. Even if it's we're not talking about you know, and I don't need to, I don't mean to get into Medicare the, for all. Medicare for, I'm, I'm not. That's not what yeah. I'm trying to do. I'm just saying, as an example, we spend more on emergency, we spend less on preventive. Right. What ends up happening is people don't go to the doctor. They need to manage it somehow, and it, and they and it, our, they
0: resort to these kinds of things, right?
1: And our we are in the perfect society, the right. individualistic, right, market-driven, you know, yeah. American culture that says you want to take this elsewhere. up as your
0: own cause, yeah,
1: this is your personal responsibility now. Here's the way to do it, right? Here's what you can buy.
0: My my last thing I'll say on this whole conversation that I think is is really interesting is the kind of term of um the trend of. Hashtag self-care.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: um. <laughs> so I used to do, you know, the game of hot takes where you say a hot take and then you people are like all upset and surprised and then you have to defend yourself. And I used to say hot uh, my hot take is that self-care is bullshit. And yes, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and I have kind of had an enlightening, you know, few months on the whole my whole self kind of. Um, self-care perspective because i think that actually self-care stems from the i think that the, where it entered the ether of conversation in the wellness industry actually came from people who had experienced it in like uh therapy yeah um, right like mental health care practices that help benefit your your mental state um right. which i think is incredibly important and and worthy and valuable and all of those things. I think like other things, the the term self-care has now kind of been, again, perverted. Um, for lack of and, a better and word. And totally watered down yes, to, mean to mean way more totally than it actually other is supposed things, to. Yeah. yeah. And then has become, in my opinion, kind of bullshit. Um, and, and it's kind of like a uh, more general uh, definition um or more general use mm. um specifically kind of like the social media uh ways in which we go about sharing that we're engaging in self-care right ways of talking about self-care um and part of part of me just is like you no, know, actually just care for yourself and you know have and to don't like make a big it. deal about it and don't make um, its own
1: practice about it
0: but so i don't know i used to be like really like like, take a bath. Like, I don't, I don't care if you're <laughs> taking a bath. Like, just Drink take a one. glass of water. Like, just drink water. Go see a movie. Yes. Like, you know, like, color or something. You yeah. know, like, relax. Like, call your mom. Chill out. Yeah. You know, call a friend. Go for a walk. Yeah. Look at the sunset. You yeah. know, whatever it is. But um, I think in recent months I've kind of had a new perspective on the kind of overarching trend and think it could be really helpful for people and really important but just not in the ways that we talk about it
1: yeah that that sounds I mean I agree with you I think I'm probably still more along the lines of like I think the I don't I don't think like the trend is harmful or anything it's not harmful but I but I just think it's like not It can be bullshit I just think it can be bullshit and I think it's like um it gets it gets misused so much yeah and I think the issue I have with it is um what happened is the areas in which and the times at which the same thing happens to it that happens to wellness, which it it gets positioned as a personal responsibility. And it's um, right. really easy to do that because it's right there in the name. Mm-hmm. It's self-care. It is for you to do. it is for you to take um charge of yourself. and when when the definition gets flattened as this general idea of like self-management, it right. becomes really easy to say to someone well if you're having a problem if you're it's not it's your fault it's your fault and why don't you just take some time and engage in some self-care so you can manage yourself back down right. too yeah, yeah, yeah and so yeah that's that's the issue i have with it but i agree with you overall i don't think it's a bad thing i just think what um what uh what our culture can do to it sometimes is not the yeah. not the greatest thing um,
0: um well that's really all i have i think that's and i also have to wrap up yeah we gotta
1: <laughs> gotta run but um
0: This has been fun. Side effects for this episode include.
1: (laughs) Oh, what do they include? Um,
0: mm, feeling like you want some care of vitamins. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Um, The temptation to buy probiotics off of Instagram. Yeah. Um, feeling like like you want a nice grain bowl from. Yeah, if you're from sweet green, this
1: could cause anemia, and if you need some iron in your diet Mm -hmm. head to sweet green or dig in um
0: i really like i really like both of those Uh, me too Um, oh my god i fucking love bowls i'm not joking like i would eat bowls for the rest Um, of my give
1: uh, me a bowl (laughs) if if someone serves me a pizza i want it in a bowl just (laughs) convince me it's all a bowl i will eat it
0: so side effects include the um, burning desire to get a bowl for yourself.
1: Get flat things away from me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to plates. Um,
0: bowl or nothing. Bowl.
1: Um, this episode is. Um, this episode is sponsored by, uh, fucking every I don't know, Lululemon and yeah. uh, SoulCycle and yeah
0: uh Peloton goop and, and goop yeah. and, um, all of the things that love to tell you that you're not enough
1: yeah um so if you, if you if you're feeling out of control in your life just go buy something
0: and uh as always we can be reached at tt don't kill me at gmail.com that's tt do kill me at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you if you like this episode please give us a nice rating and we will see you next week. See you next week. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. That, that, that don't kill me can only.